You are traveling through another dimension. An area not only of sound and ideas, but light. You're taking a journey to a land without boundaries, where diversity rules. A dimension that is both multicultural and intergenerational. You are moving into a field of empowerment and expression. You are crossing into full circle. to Full Circle, a show produced, hosted, and engineered by apprentices from KPFA First Voice Apprenticeship Program. All day, KPFA has been celebrating its 68th anniversary, and we're going to keep the celebration rolling with some highlights from First Voice Broadcast History. Tonight on Full Circle, you will hear from one of the founders of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program, an address given on the program's 30th anniversary. That was the 30th anniversary. <laughs> Later, we'll share some clips from the past and apprentices, including a 2002 interview with the late Tukey Wilkins, executed by the state of California on December 13th, 2005. Rest in peace, Tukey. Also, throughout the show, we will be asking for your support as we honor the birth of this experiment in listener-sponsored radio. Finally, we'll wrap up sound from current apprentices. All that and more tonight on Full Circle. We are your hosts. I'm Silvia Torres. And I'm Dennis the Menace Roos. Do not touch that dial. Welcome to Full Circle here on 94.1 KPFA. Tonight, as we mentioned, we celebrate 68 years of resistance with KPFA. As we honor KPFA, we would also like to celebrate one of the true treasures of the station. And that is none other than us, the KPFA First Voice Apprenticeship Program. Part of the mission of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program is to get out into the community and bring the voices of the community to the airwaves. And we do that by going to different places and events and either broadcast live or record the events and bring that sound back to the station. To start us off tonight, our very own Free Will Will Franklin will bring us this short sound collage of some of the places we have been and historic events we have covered. This should be played at high volume, high volume, preferably in a 
presidential area. You are tuned to Full Circle, and we are celebrating Black August here at East Oakland Youth Development Center. I'm Ranjita here with Carl Jagbundensing, and we are going to speak with Emery Douglas. Here we are again at the 25th Annual Juneteenth Festival. I've spent the last two weeks traveling through Mexico on my way to Cancun for the climate convergence. Along the way, I visited communities affected by environmental degradation due to polluting, met with farmers who are battling large multinationals, and learned a bit about Mexico's tenuous situation. Okay, so we are here at the Richmond Health Fair. This is an annual event we try to come, come to. It's very important. Franklin here, still at Standing Rock, and I'm lucky enough to be joined by one of the leaders of the Standing Rock Legal Council. Yeah. All right, welcome everybody here to this great event. We're out here because the Longshore Union has stopped work today, and when we stop work, the cargo doesn't move. All the cranes are up. to protest the police killings of mainly black and brown people in this country. Hey, hey, audience, uh, we are here live at Oscar Grant Plaza during the Black Panther 50th anniversary. Uh, we have two special guests with us here today, Crystal Brown and Uncle Bobby. This is J.C. Howard sitting here with Teresa Adams. We are here at the Malcolm X Jazz Festival, and we've got a guest here, Tamisha Finley, who's here from the Black Organizing Project. Hello, we are in Salinas, California, for Rally Salinas, a 24-hour read-in to help save the Salinas Public Libraries. Uh, we're about to start our special block the boat coverage. It seems uh, the ship got word of our activism and the boat has turned around. So small victory now. And um, we have moved the demonstration here to KPFA. And, and this is an incredibly important broadcast. We're going to take a short break. Uh, and then uh, the apprentices are going to take over. They're going to tell you a lot more about what's coming up. Uh, and this, by the way, is a broadcast of uh, KPFA Free Speech Radio. And thanks to Franklin and the apprentices, or this would not have happened. Take a short musical break. Back with the apprentices. I'm not sure who's taking over, but it's going to be good. Stay with us. Yes, we are taking over and it's going to be real nice. We're your host, Smooth Sylvia, and I am Dennis the Menace Roots, and you're listening to a very special birthday broadcast for KPFA. 68 years on the air. And I would certainly say KPFA is needed more than ever in this critical time. You are right, Dennis. <laughs> now, we want to take a moment to encourage you to support KPFA and the apprenticeship program. You just heard that sound collage by Franklin and some of the places we have broadcast from or recorded for air. Those included... 
Those uh, places included the Salinas Library, the Read In from Salinas, California. Those of you from Salinas may remember uh, the Malcolm X Art and Jazz Festival from San Antonio Park in Oakland. The back, the Black Panther Party 50th anniversary throughout Oakland. Um, Standing Rock, we were there. Uh, the Climate Crisis Convention in Cancun, Mexico. And the list doesn't stop there. We were also at Critical Resistance 10, the Richmond Health Care Fair, and Special Block, the boat coverage. And also we were at Berkeley Juneteenth. The March for Cl Climate Leadership. Uh, we, were, we were all over. We really have not co only covered, but we have been involved in many of these events. And there were many more than that Franklin didn't include in that list, such as reporting from the shutdown Creech event in Nevada Desert at Creech Air Force Base, all the port shutdowns, the Occupy movement, countless Black Lives Matter marches, the Himalayan affair, the 50th anniversary of Cesar Chavez, and the Great Grape Boycott in Delano. The list just keeps going. If that is something you can get behind and support, please give a click right now at kpfa.org and make a donation for this special day marking 68 years of KPFA. If you want to call us here at the station, the phone, the phone room is open and it's full of faithful KPFA volunteers. The number is one 800 439-5732. That's 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. And once again, the number is 1-800-439-5732 or 1-800-KPFA. Give us a click online at kpfa.org. We got some great new hoodies. Zip up or pull over. Those are a very special birthday price of $68 for 68 years. Yes, 68 years of being on the air, bringing you the critical information and news of the moment. That price ends this coming Monday, April 17. Get yourself one of these special... I'm sorry, I can't. My <laughs> lips don't want to say the word. Uh, that's okay, They're so you. spectacular hoodies with that my lips couldn't say it. So get yourself one of these spectacular hoodies with the KPFA logo on the front and the Vigilant, as always, printed on the back. Just having that magnificent logo on you or your car says something about you. It says that you are awake and aware and you are, not part, and you are part of the resistance. Yes, more than ever, we need you to remain vigilant as always. And you could do that right now by making a pledge to KPFA. Also, tonight we're offering probably the greatest deal ever, and that is the USB storage, Voices That Change the World. That's, that's, that's really big, Voices That Change the World. That's really exciting. With over 1,300, it says 1,300 hours of speeches and interviews from the great voices in history. That USB is yours for $200, probably the best dollar-for-dollar dollar sound deal we have ever offered. You know, Dennis, yes. that is like bringing the university straight to your home. Mm -hmm. All that information, all that history at your 
It's right at your fingertips. Yes. Some of the voices that the USB are on the USB are Angela Davis, Mario Sabio, Stokey Carmichael, George Orwell, Bobby Seale, Malcolm X, Bob Dylan, Rosa Parks, Paul Rosen, Alice Walker, and the list is so big that I we cannot tell them all on air right now. And that list continues for up to 1,300 hours. Yes, 1,300 hours. That USB is yours for only $200. Just sit back, relax in your living room or your car, and enjoy while you learn. You Give know, Dennis, yes. uh, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but you okay. know how expensive the universities are right now. Just to take a course, it's thousands of dollars. And only for $200, people can have that information just right there at their home and listen whenever they are. They have the time. Pause it, go do a little short, come back and continue. Yes, yes. That's what I like to do sometimes. Uh, maybe... You know, cleaning up or in traffic, and you know how this traffic is. Uh, so we will be uh, wrapping it up uh, for now. Uh, again, if you want to call us here at the station, the phone room is open and stacked with KPFA volunteers. The number is 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. Give us a call. And so, such a big thank to the folks currently on the line. We want to continue with our show right now. And doing so, we want to give you a little history about the KPFA First Boys Apprenticeship Program. The First Boys Apprenticeship Program has been inside the walls of KPFA for 32 or 33 years. There is some debate on that, and it was a program born out of necessity, and there was a lack of diversity even here inside the walls of KPFA at that time. But you know what? We're going to hear a voice from Norman J.O. Let's hit it. This whole project started back in the days when women and people of color were trying to find a new way to come into the equity and values that established what we call democracy and freedom and justice for everybody. The only failure we have to understand now must apply to all the people in the earth that have not got even what we've gained in these years. The amazing thing after 30 years of growth of the First Voice Apprenticeship is that we have a perspective that now we can see yesterday different from today and how tomorrow has to give us the path of what is right and true for humanity, everyone. Back in the day when the first voice apprenticeship was started, the challenge was not only to learn the skills, but gain the resources to serve our communities by getting their stories out to the world. How to survive doing this was not something that could be really trained. People had to step on that path and learn how to live with it. Tarabu Betsurai was the training director at that time in KPFA. He had trained over a hundred people in workshops over several years. Finally, the demographics were revealed. Only one percent of those people who were trained by Tarabu found their way into the staff at KPFA. Now, that is what started the apprenticeship program 
the fact that women and people of color were not getting hired. Volunteering was, is, and will always be very important because we are community people, but KPFA and Pacifica must reach the full range of equity to take the rhetoric beyond the phrase. Turabo and I, along with Isabella Alegria, Andres Alegria, Don Foster, and many others out in the Fruitvale District were with the Third World Bureau. We were all part of the Third World Programmers, the movement of people who struggled inside a KPFA. I mention this because all of those people, what they did, how they struggled, and why, made the first voice apprenticeship possible. After Turabo presented the failure of KPFA equity for those he had trained, I went to the tech department where I worked. My job was to record for all the programmers in the station. I went to my staff, particularly at first Michael Yoshida and Jim Bennett, to get their support along with everyone else in the department. I asked them if they would support me in bringing apprentices to do the work in the studio where I was, to do the job with programming people in the station, and to making sure that people learn how to respect them. I didn't ask for permission from management. The First Voice Apprenticeship started because it is something we had to do. Group One were made up of people that Trabu had trained but got nowhere inside a KPFA. They came in to give two years to work out the way the training had to take place. Incredible people like Ursulina Burroughs-Gore and Asata Iman. That was the first and very important stage for the first voice because they had to work together in the studio to begin making that service important for everyone in the station to rely upon them. Now, group one moved to group two, to group three, to group four, all the way down the road to hundreds of people, all learning the skills of expression in audio and passing that on to the next generation. There are many other details about those years, and you all are aware of them, and the knowledge of that is the experience that is a driving force of equity and justice for all, not only for KPFA and Pacifica, but for all the people who live in our communities and around the world. What is very important to understand about First Voice is that that is the driving force of expression that holds the truth about what has happened, when it happened, and why. It is the means of sharing what really must be done to make equity possible. But First Voice is tied to equity for all people. Otherwise, it is just using expression to control others. Radio for the sake of radio is not the main point. Expression from people in our communities is really what it's all about. Since the apprenticeship program started and where it is at today, the world of analog production has moved into a new realm. What's going on the internet is reaching millions of people beyond what radio stations can present to a region. Now, I just want to make this other point. Tarapu Betsurai was the first person of color inside of Pacifica to say that we needed to move our media from radio to the visual side of expression. He was talking about TV, but that was not accepted as the proper way by those in charge. Still, 
Years later, when Democracy Now! came into play and was generating a lot of money from the listeners, they got managerial support and they started bringing that level of expression to the visual side, to television and the internet. The reason Trouble was not accepted back then was because people of color were rarely seen to be the ones to have the right answers for those who controlled Pacifica. The fact is, he was right on and ahead of the clock. I'm making that point because the range of the future for the first voice apprenticeship is to understand that radio is not for the sake of radio. It is not the full realm of production to make expression viable for the people and to bring about empowerment for those who have been left out, left behind, not getting the equity and justice that belongs to everyone. The range of media training should really be considered to move into the new realm of technology and all forms of expression that are reaching the world today. That is like taking it back to the center of the village, but in the modern era. There's much more that I would love to share on this point, and will do so in the near future. But for now, let me simply say that for those who have struggled to make this happen, what you've done is amazing, incredibly empowered, and so critically important to our communities and the spirit of what democracy is really supposed to be about. We are honored at what you have accomplished Every group in every generation of the First Voice Apprenticeship has held the ground to trade their development of skills in service to and from their communities as a way of finding their own path of expression. As you step forward now from this day on, bring the range of your consciousness into making this continuity to bring the equity of the resources and not just supporting one person or just a few, but for the whole of what is the vision that has brought about Pacifica to this new state of equity. It is the time for them who manage it to honestly support the equity and what it is to the future generations. With great respect and honor, I pass on warmth and joy for what you've all done. I am deeply moved. One final point. We used to call ourselves people of color, and we still do at times. But we are people of the world, and we must move beyond the range that we started from, trying to gain the strength of equity and move all of us into a full empowered range of the spirit of humanity. That's really what we have to do. Remember that when we look at those who are honest and deal with those who are not honest, we see the world of the people. We are not just color. We are the whole of humanity. We all have to be seeing ourselves as the people of the world and not limited to the minority range. So let us move into the bigger range and gain the resources to gain the equity that is rolling into the future. That is the time and that is the spirit of where we're going. Good luck and enjoy the path you're on with strength, safeguarding what is right over what is wrong. Thank you. Wow. That speech hit it right, the nail right on the head. 
Oh, it seems that we have some news from the phone room. We have a match here from Devin Pastica. I'm sorry if I murdered your name, but P-A-S-T-I-K-K-A in Berkeley for $200. All right. Now, he is part of the resistance. We have a match. So... If we can, uh, go ahead, Sylvia. Oh, I just wanted to mention that we take $5, $10, $50. It doesn't have to be $200 at once. It could be $100. And even if you can send us more, it will be great. Yes. Okay, back to the script. That sound was delivered to apprentices celebrating the KPFA apprenticeship programs for the 30th year of training back in November of 2014. Now we're going to go, we're going to take a music break. This break was recorded live by apprentices here in the KPFA performance room. This is Cumbia Clandestina by Fuga. And welcome back to Full Circle here at KPFA in Berkeley. That last music break was recorded here, right here, in the KPFA performance room by Apprentices in 2009, one of many music productions by First Voice Apprentices. And one more time, this is one of the reasons that we're asking for your support so we can bring new original music and stories. Don't let your guard down. Remain vigilant as always. This is your radio station. Support it. 
Give us a click, kpfa.org. Make a secure donation online or give us a call. You can speak to a person in the phone room, 1-800-439-5732. And that works out to 1-800-KPFA. Get yourself to film the KPFA on air or get to or get one of our new awesome hoodies, either a pullover zip up or pullover or a zip up. Each one of the each one has a KPF logo on the front and says vigilant as always on the back. Excuse me. And I want to remind remind everybody that uh, you can get the film for a hundred dollars pledge. Here is the number one more time: one eight hundred four three nine five seven three two. One eight hundred Hey KPFA, or go online at kpfa.org. On our next story. Now, we will listen to Dana Granby in conversation with Stanley Tukey Williams. Stanley Tukey Williams was a co-founder of the Crips, the notorious L.A. street gang. In prison, Mr. Williams found the path of peace. One of the chief architects of the Pacifica Foundation, I'm sorry, and he wrote children's book, Encouraging an End to Gang Violence. He was even nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize on four separate, that's four separate occasions. But I don't know. I'm not sure what happened, but the California governor, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger at the time, couldn't see uh, past his past and declined him clemency. You know, uh, Mr. Williams was then executed by the state of California by lethal, lethal injection in 2005. Let's take a listen. Thanks for tuning in to Full Circle this evening. My name is Dana, and on the line I have Stanley Tukey Williams. Mr. Williams, thanks for joining me. Uh, you're welcome. I'm honored, really. Do you think that in order for us to obtain peace, we have to first see war? No. No, uh, that's absurd. I've, I've heard that theory before. I find it, uh, that, that's quite insane to me. I mean, to believe that murder is the solution for our problems or war is the solution for our problems, uh, that's insane. You can't uh, establish peace and think that it can be uh, maintained by means of aggression. In essence, uh, it's an indictment of our own hypocrisy. Peace can't uh, be extorted, intellectualized, uh, or peddled like a commodity. That's an illusion. What, in your vision, what is peace? That's a, a pretty good question. I mean, well, let's just say it's a piece of a bold concept. Uh, it's a subjective concept that I consider to be uh, based on MOT. Uh, that's M-double-A-T. It's a comedic term uh, for truth, uh, justice, and righteousness. And uh, believe me, it's not for the faint of heart, uh, the warmonger, nor the charlatan. I mean, the fact of the matter is, peace has to be developed within. History has shown us that uh, without inner peace, uh, people will tend to uh, violate the truth, uh, break promises, or extend an olive branch with one hand while holding a weapon in the other. How do you go from, from taking that internal peace that cultivates within you and, and, uh, and applying it to your, your world? It becomes a natural process. I've always told individuals that peace in itself is like a link uh, to God, in a sense. It's a connection. You know, you have that aura about you that uh, no one can take away. So uh, you become, in a sense, fearless. It's all about how I project myself through peace. And the 
beautiful part about it is uh, anybody can embrace it. In in your books, how do you how do you offer children visions of peace? The books in itself is I consider it to be more of a caveat, uh, something to warn children about. Uh, because I've experienced this madness, and I know what they're heading for if they end up uh, traveling down the path that I have. Throughout those books, I warn them about gangs. I warn them about uh, drugs, weapons, and uh, things of that nature. And my main objective is for them to obtain an education. Because once they start going to a juvenile hall, they'll end up being... Uh, in CYA, then prison, then before they know it, they'll end up on death row, like a lot of these youngsters are. So it's more of a warning that this isn't the type of life they want to experience. Actually, it is no life being in prison. How do you how do you find peace in in the state penitentiary? How do you find peace where you're at today? Well, it's not. Uh, something that external that is external i have to find that it's within uh, i established my own peace uh, through prayers and uh reading writing children's books uh, i find it when i exercise i find peace uh, i receive a visit uh when i'm talking to people that i love over the phone uh, things of that nature there's something that has to come from within and the fact of the matter is, is um, unless, you know, a person can uh, develop peace within, uh, believe me, you can't uh, experience it with anyone else. How do you think the government or, say, like state or local laws contribute to the lack of peace in urban settings? There's nothing out there that, in a sense, uh, exemplifies hope. I mean, where there is hope, hopelessness, there will be chaos and murder and uh, other forms of uh, pandemonium. So it's a lack of uh, many things out there, lack of uh, adequate schools, things of that nature. So there are many uh, contributing factors that uh, helps to perpetuate the madness out there in Oakland, uh, Richmond, Fremont, L.A., and all these other uh, urban areas so how would you suggest that the members of these communities go about changing this that one thing for sure is uh, they can't necessarily uh, wait on the government to uh, conduce them to address uh, these social ills they have to get together and they have to establish a social agenda you know a blueprint of some kind to address the poor uh, you know, the uh, literate, uh, the, you know, drug addicts and uh, homeless and other people, especially the unemployed and other deprived people. Without a social agenda, uh, you're just uh, winging You're improvising. A social agenda is very important. And you'd be surprised what uh, a collective amount of uh, poor people can do together, fighting as one. What causes you the most concern with regard to the future of the youth in the inner city? Uh, not being properly or correctly educated. And I say that because the majority of individuals that I've ran into, and myself included one time, we didn't know a thing about our culture. We ended up uh, adopting other people's uh, methods and cultures and things of that nature and their mores. But when it came to our own, we were uh, somewhat bankrupt. 
What advice would you offer young people? Well, uh, depending upon where they are, an education is of the most importance. I keep stressing that because without an education, uh, you can't put it this way. I've always told individuals that through an education, it leads to, in a sense, uh, a form of being able to reason, a rationale. And through this reasoning and this rationale, a youth can develop a conscience. And with a conscience comes the form of uh, redemption, being able to reach out to other people and helping those who are less fortunate. Are you ever disillusioned by what the future may hold for today's youth? Oh, no. No, no. I'm not a uh, pessimist, nor am I a defeatist. Um... I believe that, uh, what's that term, uh, uh, dumb spiral, sparrow, uh, I breathe, I hope. So that I always have. And uh, I foresee things uh, getting better. It just takes time. And uh, I believe also that the younger generation are going to grow up and teach uh, us adults uh, what we should have been doing. We will be able to learn from them how it's, you know, how peace can be achieved. He's getting ready to get the phone. All right, well, thank you very much, Mr. Williams. We wish you the best. Your call is terminated. It's Matt Omi and Scribe. It's to the death. They don't want me alive. They put me in a box, give me 40 to life. It's to the death. They want me to die. On the real, I'm better off dead in their eyes. It's to the death. They don't want me alive. No matter what they try, I'm going to survive. Who's next? We look at death in the eyes. For Tookie Williams, we ride. Mac, Omi, and Stride. Stanley Tookie Williams, one in a million. Started building for the children with visions of community, villages, and buildings. Stood up, stood proud. Was a leader in the crowd. Watch him now. Keep it moving like water makes sense. That blue was his favorite color to represent that flood of love that he had for the hood. Wanted to organize the ghetto all for the good. And with good comes bad. Like those times when people drive by and let them bullets fly. So let this song cry for those moments in time where we do or die. Or multiply and keep it live. Tookie had a Thule and a whole gang. Dan Arati knew we had a duty to bang that thing when it's time. Born to a world of no peace. He crawled and walked and rose to a noble peace prize nominee. It's to the death. They don't want me alive. They put me in a box. Give me 40 to life. It's to the death. They want me to die. On the real, I'm better off dead in their eyes. It's to the death. They don't want me alive No matter what they try, I'm going to survive Who's next? We look at death in the eyes For Tookie Williams, we ride Mac, only in stride You learn from your mistakes Your mistake, different strokes for different folks While putting them to sleep, keep them awake Trying to get to the top can make every day a race Sentencing him to death is like spitting in his face In his face, mine's too Cause I feel some type of way for Tookie Williams His life on the line, no time to play He always f***ing something up Thinking it's okay when it's not I want him to hear every word I say Yo, the books he wrote was people's favorites Locked up, trying to stop the violence he created they try to take something they already took. Self-educated is the message in all of the books. Welcome back. That song was To the Death by P.O.W. and Mac Dub of the album Redemption, Hip Hop United for Tukey Williams. You can Google that and find it, but we will have we will also have a link on our website, kpfaapprentice.org. O-R-G. And we want to give a special thank to Sara Blanco from Antioch, who wants to give a little shout, a shout out to Little Mister. 
<laughs> All right. Before the break, uh, we heard an interview with Dead Row inmate Stanley Tukey Williams. That interview was conducted in 2002 by Dana Granby, three years before his execution in 2005. Um, that, that's another example of the important work that we do here. Uh, I doubt that you'll hear Stanley Tukey Williams' voice anywhere else on any station, but... You know, that's 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 the kind of thing that we do here at KPFA, bring voices to the voiceless. And if you do appreciate this kind of programming, we urge you and we encourage you, strongly encourage you to um, give us a call or you can click at kpfa.org, apprentice.org. KPFAapprentice.org. You're so excited. Oh, I, I know. I'm getting like, I can't even speak. I'm speechless. All right. The, the, the New Year's <clears throat> Day cell phone footage of the shooting of 22-year-old Oscar Grant on the Fruitvale BART Station platform garnered national attention in the first hours and days of 2009. And the week following the murder after a memorial for Oscar in Hayward, a peaceful protest erupted into a outpouring of anger and frustration. Over 600 people gathered at Fruitvale Bar to demand justice for Oscar Grant and then took to the streets of Oakland. Later, over 100 people were arrested. Up next, we bring you sounds from the protest recorded by Apprentice Angie D. <laughs> on what each one of us is going to do. Some of you want to fight. Some of you want to tear Bart down. Some of you are going to slow down when you get out of the door on a Bart train. Some of you are going to block the door to the Bart train. Some of you are not going to ride the Bart train. Some of you will tear down the Bart train. Some of you will show up tomorrow at the Board of Directors meeting for Bart and let the Board Director know that she's not going to have until you have peace. But whatever you do, if Oscar Grant is going to get justice, it will depend on you.
If somebody asked me what the biggest gang was in the Bay Area, I wouldn't say no SCI. I wouldn't say no HB or nothing like that. I would say the police. That's the biggest gang in America. You know what they flag is? The badge. And they wave it in your face and they make you feel bad about being yourself. They make you feel bad about walking the streets. They make you feel bad about being who you are. They make you feel bad about your skin color. It's all a scheme. And we fail to realize that. We fail to realize there's powers and numbers. When I'm tired of the gatherings. It's time to stop gathering. It's time to take action. every one of you to follow us and take this to the Justice Department in Washington. We need to stop the cops murdering our young men. We've got to stop this. And it has to be done now. Thank you. Bless you. Welcome back to Full Circle and our special KPFA birthday celebration. You just heard voices recorded at one of the first protests around the murder of Oscar Grant. Those voices were, were recorded by apprentice Angie D. Way to go, Angie D. We want to give a quick reminder that we are celebrating KPFA's 68th birthday. And we have someone celebrating it with us, Elaine Smith from Monte Rio. Thank you, Elaine Smith, for the birthday present. We appreciate you. And I want to remember, Dennis, I want to remind everybody that we're still working for that match. We're at 161. We have just a little bit left to go. So if you want to help us reach that match, please don't forget to call us at... Um, 1-800-439-5732. And if you can't remember that, always remember 1-800-HEY-KPFA. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. That's the easiest way. Give us a click or a call. KPFA.org. And remember, no amount is too small. We take $1, $2, $10, $100, $1,000, whatever you can afford. Yes, but, but I would really, really like to see a lot more of people out there in that hoodie, either pullover or sweatshirt or, pull, or zip up, excuse me. So it's real sporty. That logo really says a lot about you when you walk down the street. So don't forget, give us a call. We're expecting your call. Um we have different price, different prices, different premiums. Uh, for $100, you can have the film, the movie, KPFA on Air, a DVD, filmed by Veronica Selber and Sharon Wood, narrated by Alice Walker. Wow. That, like, that, that is some really some deep stuff. I mean, the, um, the voices of history, <sighs> I, I, we don't offer anything that you can't use. Or anything that will help you learn a little bit about the history and remember history and the characters that took place in our that in, history in our lives. Yes, like like you said earlier, it's just like uh, the voices. That's just like stepping into a universe, having a university into your home or your car. You sit back, you relax, and you learn. 
So uh, that's one thing that I would like for myself, and it uh, is yours for two hundred dollars. So and don't forget the time is click click clicking, and we are running out of time, but we want to hear from you. So please give us a call. One more time. One eight hundred. Where is it? One eight hundred. Hey KPFA. If you can't remember it, it's one eight hundred. Hey KPFA. Or you can go to the website, Apprentice. Uh, no, that's kpfa.org. Okay. I would like to remind everyone that this year, your taxes are due on the 18th this year, of, of this year. And also a message to our president, Mr. President Trump, we are still waiting on your taxes. Tick-tock, Mr. Trump, tick-tock. We're waiting I put together a quick sample, and I hope that you will love it. With power comes money. With money comes greed. Only the little people pay taxes, right? <laughs> Point is, ladies and gentlemen, that greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Read my lips. There's two things I can't tolerate in this world, liars and thieves. And it seems like we have more than our fair share of them in Washington today. They'll say one thing right to your face and then do another while looking you in the eye while picking your pocket. Property tax, federal income tax, the state income tax, increase the tobacco tax. Tax, junk food. Gas tax. Ah, but what about payroll taxes? Soda tax is a tax on retail purchases of soda whether from a store or from a restaurant. In the case of Berkeley, it would be one cent per ounce. In the case of San Francisco, it would be two cents per ounce. A lot of people talking about this here at the gas station this morning, and while drivers agree that we do need to fix our roads, they don't necessarily agree with the governor's comment last night that, quote, people can afford this. Late last night, state lawmakers approved the governor's $52 billion tax plan to pay for road and infrastructure repairs. Here's a question you're likely to hear whenever the subject of taxes comes up. Do the rich pay their fair share?
That was the tax man by the Beatles. Um, and, and you know what? Um, here, here in California, uh, Governor Brown just uh, introduced a $52 billion tax where he wants to, uh, a $52 billion gas tax. And you know what? I have the sneaking suspicion that somehow or other, they, I, I believe they let those roads go just so they could justify that tax. Is, am I the only one thinking that? Can I say that? <laughs> or is that? Uh, no, I'm no, sorry. That's my I own think theory. A lot of, that's, that's my own theory. We all got that kind of feeling. <laughs> okay. Dennis. Okay. And so it, you're not the only one. Yeah, the uh, toll tax, the uh, state lottery, they were supposed to. I mean, what happened to all this money? The schools are going down. I mean, what? Come on. Where, where Where's the. Where's where's all the money going? None is going to my pocket. <laughs> and definitely KPFA is not receiving any of that money. So that's why we have to thank all our listeners who have um, helped us reach our goal. So we were able to reach our match. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that brings us to the end of tonight's show. But before we say goodbye, we want to thank everyone who donated on this special day. Thank you so, so much, and happy birthday, KPFA. Yes, and we would also like to give you a heads up that on Saturday, April 29th, that Saturday, April 29th, the apprentices will be holding the KPFA parking lot sale. We'll be out behind KPFA selling leftover thank you gifts like books, DVDs, and CDs. So anything that you didn't get, um, through anything that you wanted, it will be at that parking lot sale. Well, hope. Well, maybe not anything, but just let's let's come on by. You can check it out. Yes, and you know, Dennis is going to be. There's going to be entertainment, entertaining. There's going to be music. There's going to dances. There's going to be activities for oh, the kids. I heard there's going to be food. Oh, and good food, not any kind of food. But it's going to be good food. Great food. Great yeah. food. And and I would like to say thank you for everyone who showed uh, the solidarity with KPFA. Come out, have a good time, and show your solidarity with KPFA at the, uh, at the parking lot sale. And once again, that is April 29th. April 29th at the back of KPFA. Um, and I also heard that maybe we're... Uh, are, are we still giving the, uh, the tours? Yes, we're, yes, we're giving the tours of the yes. KPFA studio. So if you haven't came down to see where we make our magic, uh, come on down. We'll show you um, uh, the studios, the... Um, the recording w- yes, area. Everything. We'll, we'll, yeah. Yes, everything that we would... Um, where you hear the things. Oh, okay. Uh, the tours at 11.30 to 1 p.m.? Uh, at 11.30 and 1 p.m. Okay. okay. Okay, so there will be two tours. Yes, two tours. So don't miss your opportunity to come inside. Maybe you have seen, you have walked by, you have crossed the street and see the building, yes, and, and you I'll, have never been inside. always wondered what was inside. This is your chance. 11.30 and 1 on April 29th. Yes. Don't forget, that will be April 29th. There's going to be delicious food and it's going to be provided by Casa Mañana voted best food Mexican food in Fairfax 
Okay, Come yeah. by and get yourself a street tacos and some of that delicious fresh water to and, quench and, your thirst. And did we mention that uh, we, we made our match? Did we mention that? Oh, and, yes, we did. Uh, okay, we made we our match, match, man. Thank you. We thank you so much. This is the best birthday gift you can give us. Uh, give us a click or a call. KPFA.org. Or you can call us at 1-800-439-5732 or 1-800-KPFA. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. And stay tuned. La Onda Bajita is next. Yes. Show your solidarity. 1-800-HEY-KPFA. It's almost like you're getting our attention. Like, hey, KPFA. Hey, KPFA, we're trying to get your attention. Yes, yes. Just don't forget, we're still going on the rest of the day, the rest of the night. With, Show yeah. your support and donate to KPFA. Don't forget, it's tax deductible. Don't forget, we take a dollar, two dollars, ten dollars, a thousand dollars. Anything you can give. And, and I, I believe you can still... I still you can believe I still believe that you can get uh, bumper stickers. It's, I see cars out there without bumper stickers. We want to thank our executive producer Miss M, our technical director Free Will Will Franklin Willie. Oops, again. <laughs> Free Willin. <laughs> Free Willin Frank Sterling and our production consultant Joyce Moore, and. We've been your host. I'm Silvia Torres. And I'm Dennis the Menace Roos. Thank you for joining us tonight on Full Circle. And remember, if you're listening, you are the resistance. And stay tuned. La Onda Bajita is next.